You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 15 for September 10th, 2014. This week we talk about finding dead bodies in ditches, what we've been up to the past couple <laughs> weeks. I, can, I, sh- I can't read. <laughs> Pax Prime, games, and a special voicemail from a viewer. So stick around for the, the show. show. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> yep. One, two, three, clap. Did you nice. Hear that? Yeah, yeah. Was it good? It was good. It was good. Oh my it was god. A good clap. You've learned a lot in kindergarten been, this week. It's been 14 <laughs> episodes and I can finally clap, you guys. Congratulations. It, it, it happened. It finally happened. So we are back after we took last week off mm-hmm. and we had pre-recorded the weeks before that yeah so we actually haven't really recorded in about two weeks yeah i don't even know who you are anymore who are you i don't even know who i am yeah yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) still trying to figure that out you know it's we're getting existential here i know yeah we can't get this too fucking deep we're only like a minute into the podcast like i don't think i really know what existential you know how people you'll be saying something and then They'll say, well, you're getting really existential. Yeah. I just always have pretended like I know what they mean. <laughs> you know, I'm not. But like, what the fuck, Joe? You like studied English and creative writing. Like, if there's one person on this goddamn earth that should know what that means, it should be you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm fucking stupid. So like, I just assume that existential means like deep. Deep, yes. Like deep That's thoughts. what I assumed. Context but I could be clues totally have led me to that. But yeah, who knows? Yeah, who fucking knows? I'm sure someone will yell at us about yep. it now. Hopefully. I mean, a lot of people have uh, <laughs> yelled at us in these voicemails that we've been getting. So uh, oh, PS, stay, stay tuned for those because we'll, we'll be playing one of Joe and I's favorite voicemails that we got in the past few, in the past month. Um, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty original. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. We'll be doing that towards the end of the podcast, but um, what have you been up to? How, how have you been in the past couple weeks? I've been good. Um, my parents have been traveling in England for the past two weeks. So, oh, so, so you didn't like kill them. They're like, actually, no, no. The na- I've been afraid that the neighbors have thought that though, because <laughs> I have been, it's been my job to drive all of the vehicles while they're, while they've been gone. What do you mean? Like all, what do you mean all the vehicles? We have like a thousand vehicles. No, we have three, oh. but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't know you had to like drive the tractor around. Like, No, my mom's Jeep, my dad's work van and my car. And it's, you know, you don't want. When it's super hot in the summer, you don't want a vehicle to just like sit there because oh, it, yeah, d- totally. it, it can stop working or whatever. Uh-huh. So I, it's been my job to like go out and drive them regularly. Mm-hmm. And I've been afraid that like, because our neighborhood, I feel like everyone is really snoopy. I feel like that's just how it is living in a neighborhood. Yeah. And I wasn't prepared or used to that. Yeah. For the first 20 years of my life, I lived in the middle of the woods and I, I, we did not have a neighbor. Like you had actually, squirrels. Yeah, we I, we didn't even have squirrels. We what had, the like, fuck did you have then? Rabid raccoons and like 37 cats. <laughs> That's God, it. Damn it. 
But now I've noticed everyone in neighborhoods are really like nosy. Yeah. And so I feel their eyes on me like through the blinds and I know just that like they're noticing. Joe? Just like yeah. a circus? <laughs> just all eyes on me in the center of the ring, just like a circus. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, um, a, what a wonderful poem. Continue. Sorry. I've noticed like some of them looking at me when I go use the other vehicles is this deliverance like what i don't know what that means uh, wait have you never seen the movie Deli- is it called deliverance <laughs> i've never seen it it sounds like um who's that guy that really serious guy serious black yeah <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is going great we're like we're already on this fucking tangent <laughs> i'm just gonna agree with everything you say today <laughs> Yeah, Joe's serious saying, black. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Sam. Shut the fuck up. Um, but no, I I totally understand because I grew up in a neighborhood where um they're like I don't know people just kind of want to know what everyone else is doing. Yeah, and, whatever. and my mom turned. I I don't think she'll ever listen to this, but she also knows like every single thing that goes on in the in the neighborhood. Oh, and I think she she always had that brewing inside of her because. <laughs> When we lived at our old house in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. it was by a highway. And one time there was a dead body discovered in the ditch. What? Like, literally right outside of our house. Oh. Are you sure it wasn't your mom? <laughs> well, she was. I came home from college one day and she had binoculars and was like looking at the police. That's like, like such doing a Peggy Hill stuff. moment. <laughs> she is so Peggy Hill. And then like. she was, I think she got in her, she had to go out for something. And then she like drove past it a couple times because she wanted to see what they, what the coroners and the police were doing with the investigation. And now and I, I was know like, why you're fucked up. You got it from your mom. <laughs> Well, I was like, Mom, they are going to think that you killed this guy. You are go- you are crazy. You have to stop this. And so she sort of turned into, she knows everything that goes on in this neighborhood. Oh, my. She's just waiting for another dead body to pop up. She is. I, I mean, I don't blame her. It was very inter- entertaining. That's that, a horrible thing to that's say. Ho- that's horrible. But I would that literally, be, I would be your mom. I'd be like, I'm looking. I'm looking out for I know. It's, you, you can't. I mean, when there's a What's dead happening? body in the ditch across the road, you just... You look. Yeah, it's like it doesn't yeah. happen every day. It unless doesn't. you like live somewhere where it happens every day. Because yeah. that would be Oh awful. yeah, because of there's, war. There's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're, but, we are awful people. You know, know some people you know. have someone said that in one of our iTunes reviews. That were awful. I mean, duh. They were like, "I love these two awful people." And I Thank was like, you. Hmm, "Can't tell if this is a compliment." I don't know if this is I'll a backhanded it. compliment or not. But no. anyway, though, um, <laughs> yeah. So I have been. I have just been sort of taking care of the house for the past two weeks while they've been gone. They're gonna. By the time this podcast airs, I'm picking them up from the airport tomorrow, Wednesday. Oh, okay. So they'll be back, and um, that'll be nice to see them. But like, I mean, it, has I've it just enjoyed, been you in the house? It's just been me. There have been days in a row that I have not talked to anyone, like, which is kind of fantastic. That to be honest, so nice. Yeah, and I, I, this is. I wrote a blog entry about it. This is the first time I haven't really had any like real obligations in life since I was probably like four years old. Oh my god, how does it feel? It was good, but I'm also ready to do something. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not the kind of person who can just sit still for very long. Mm-hmm. 
But you have been in Seattle. I have been in Seattle. But first, before I mention Seattle, like what? <laughs> the first thing I said, I didn't want to interrupt you during your story. The first thing oh. <laughs> what, that you said was that you were driving the cars around. And oh. I immediately thought that I was like, are you driving the cars around to convince all the neighbors that every <laughs> that everyone, everything's fine and that your parents are home? Like, They're that's what dead. I automatically went to. <laughs> But they're dead. So. Can you imagine me like dressing up in my parents' clothes and then like, <laughs> like loudly plants, walking like, out in your mom's like overalls or something? Like, hey y'all, it's oh, me. I've had to water the plants, and it is so hard. I do. I have the worst green thumb. Like, I can't. You mean keep... you're good at it? No, 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 no. Like. I guess I have a brown thumb, but then it makes me sound like I'm doing something else. You're stupid. <laughs> I don't have a green thumb. There hey, we go. No shame. <laughs> Everyone's into something a little different, you know? No, I kill basically any plant, whether I water it or not. I mean, like, usually when you don't water a plant, it dies anyway. But, like, for sure, if, like, I'm 100 feet near any, like, shrubbery, it's dead. It just doesn't want anything to deal with me. And I'm like, mm. my philosophy with plants is if if it needs water that it cannot get naturally, mm-hmm. like just and because that's what, you know, grass lives that you don't have to go <laughs> water grass. Well, I guess some people do. Grass is at high maintenance like all these other fucking yeah. plants. I just feel like if you can't keep yourself alive as a plant, you don't deserve to be alive. <laughs> And that's just how it's always been. The only plant I've ever owned personally was a cactus. And those are very self-sustaining. I died as well. It <laughs> got some like rare what? cactus fungus and it died. Only <laughs> you would have a cactus that fucking died. Those things are indestructible. Like they literally grow in the desert and you killed one. I was so over it. I was just so beyond over it. Did you name it? Like were you into no, it this I'm not. You know, I don't remember. I think it had a name. Really? Obviously, I wasn't too attached to it because I don't remember its name. <laughs> but, like, you don't remember what you had for brex- breakfast this morning. So. No, I actually don't. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> anyway, next, though. Next episode, Joe goes to the hospital and checks out his, uh, his mental capacity. I probably should. Yeah, whatever. But, yes, as you said before, I, I and I mentioned this in the podcast before I left, um, I was in Seattle for Penny Arcade Expo, which, I mean, the only like convention that I had gone to in the past was VidCon. And we talked about that last episode, but um, yeah, it was like so much fun. Like I wasn't expecting it to be this fun because I'm not really into video games. Like I was talking about before and like, there was a lot of video games and a lot of that stuff, but there was a lot of like walking, which I missed because I mean, I lived in Boston for two years and I didn't have a car. And the only place, the only way that I could get around was by walking and so I did lots and lots of walking during this, the, what, the four days this convention was going on, plus, like, a few days before and a few days after that I just hung out with some friends and my family. But it was crazy. There were, like, cosplayers, like, walking around, and, like, downtown Seattle was totally, like, taken over by this convention. It looked like downtown New York. Like, it looked like Manhattan, that's um, so awesome. It was crazy. Like the whole like 
Like, I bet all the Seattle, like the native Seattleites were like so fucking done with this convention. Because Is that what they're called? Seattleites, yes. Now you know. Now I know. Now you fucking know. Um, yeah, but I bet all the natives were so fucking over this um, convention because we kind of trashed downtown in like not the best way. There was a lot of like litter and stuff. And usually like Seattle's a very clean city. It's called the Emerald City because it's not because it's in the Wizard of it, Oz because because it, it's literally in Oz apparently I don't know why they call it that probably because it's green and there's it rains all the time and there's grass that is self sustaining. Did you see any cosplay costumes that you that were your favorite or you knew what they were? You and know, stuff? There were there were a lot of like a lot of people cosplayed as like anime characters and I like I have a bunch of friends that are really into anime but I don't watch a lot of anime. Mm-hmm. Um. But what I did do is there is this market that my friend told me about that we went to. Um, and it's like this, it's like this Asian market. There's a lot of like Koreans, but a lot of Japanese people there. And there's this bookstore that um, I went to alone. Like the first day that I got to, to Seattle, I was like, I need to go do something by myself. And so I went to this Asian market. And in this bookstore, there was like literally everything like kawaii that you could imagine and i found and i i sent pictures to joe i found physical albums of perfume and kiari pamu pamu releases and i like <laughs> held them in my hand and sent them to joe and i was like i'm feeling them because joe did the same thing when he first found them when he was in uh san francisco mm-hmm. and um it was it was um an emotional experience because i was like i i have like fucking listened to these three bitches for like a long time and I've been obsessed and now I'm finally holding their physical CD in my hand. Um, it is. It's a weird feeling. It was. Yeah. It, it was, it was interesting because there was a lot of like J-pop that I like recognized in this bookstore and there was like some capsule and I even saw Meg like, LOL. Um, I saw <laughs> that, that She's one a good Instagram Meg. Really? Yeah. I have no idea. She even had an Instagram. It's pretty know. good. I'm gonna have to fucking. It's P good. I'll have to Mm -hmm. fucking follow it. Um, who's the the one like you're the first J-pop artist that you ever heard of? Hamasaki. I can never remember her fucking name. Did you find the Rainbow album? I don't think it was the Rainbow album. I think it was like a best of collection of hers. So it wasn't anything like good. But I remember (laughs) seeing her. And there was like I found like a what's it called AK forty eight or a yeah something like that something, I don't I don't listen to I them. hate them <laughs> I just do I really hate aren't there literally like forty eight of them um I have no idea I just know it is like literally it caters to old men mm, oh, I had no idea they have their own theater that like, they perform at what? like con- constantly and it's just it's. For old men to go look at them, basically. Yikes. Yeah. I had no idea. But they it works. They constantly have number one hits. I mean, you know, if you, you, you they recycle them out. Though, like you hit twenty something, and they kick you out, and they get, <laughs> get someone else who's like twelve for the old men to look at. Mm, yikes! Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I saw a lot of um, a lot That's of Hawaii awesome. stuff, and I saw like there was this <laughs> this anime called Free. 
if anyone has ever heard of it. It's like it's free, like swim team or something, mm-hmm. it, or just it's known by free with an exclamation point at the end. We've se- which how many episodes have we seen? I I think we've seen like maybe like four or five. Yeah, I think we got up four or five into it, and then we and then we just called it quits. We called it quits. <laughs> we were like, we'll we'll watch the rest later. This was like VidCon like a year ago, <laughs> and we never got around to it ever again. Which it's is a just, shame it's because hard it's so to, good. But. It is good, but it's good because it it's horny-ish stuff. Exactly. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like all yeah. fan service. It's, oh, yeah. It's all fan service. It's I mean, all guys in Speedos, and it's sexual as it's, hell. Yeah, it's not even a very good anime. It's just like you watch it for like the drawn anime apps. Yeah. Yeah. And like, but I, I there was there were body pillows of Ooh, like yummy. all the characters. And one of the um, one of the friends that I met that was hanging out there with us, he's like he was like obsessed with it, and he like took a picture with one of the body pillows, and it was like it was a moment, it was hilarious. Um, but yeah, um, so Pax was super fun. In general, I met a lot of a lot. I'm like literally a 12 year old, like cracking my voice. Uh, <laughs> but I met a lot of really, really, really interesting individuals, and really like. Everyone was very friendly, and I, like, made a lot of connections in, like, the video game music composing world, which I've always been very into. Um, And I went to a lot of panels that involved, like, kind of chiptunes and video game composition and this sort of stuff. And actually, someone tweeted me who listens to the show because they were, like, following following me on Twitter. And they asked if they wanted, if they could, like, meet me up at PAX. And I, like, only saw it when I was, like not at PAX anymore and PAX had ended. So whoever you are, I'm sorry, but I was actually really busy with my group of friends there anyway. And so I don't, and PAX is fucking huge. Like this convention was like held up in these huge, huge like hotels and conferences and stuff like that. It's a lot like VidCon in size, only like maybe two times bigger, which is crazy. I think the attendance was like 70,000 people. Like, that's insane. That's like, crazy. That's literally crazy. Did you get to play any uh, video games? I did. I got to play. They So um, uh, at PAX, which is Penny Arcade Expo, there's a bunch of different ones. This is the original one. It's called Penny Arcade. It's called PAX Prime because it's like the number one, whatever, in Seattle. But a lot of AAA titles from like Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft, Ubisoft, stuff like that. They bring... They're like, you know, AAA title games that are like just getting released or going to get released in demos and stuff. And they show them off. And those are really popular. But there's also a really, really, really big indie independent developer scene. Like there was a whole conference room and a whole like section of packs dedicated to these independent developers showing off their kind of games that they're going to put on Steam and like really good quality top quality games that are just made by like a few people in their basement and so what did what did you play so i i I didn't really play much but i did watch a lot there was Mm. um because like i mean there's always lines for these things and whatever and the the one game that i did play hands on uh actually there were two there was um pokemon art academy if, do you know what Art Academy is? It's for mm, no. the Nintendo th- 3DS. It's and it's essentially an art game where it's... Uh, I don't remember when the first one came out. It might have come out for the Wii U. But it's a game that like teaches you how to draw things. 
and it's supposed to be really fun. I don't I'm I don't I have the like visual intellect of like a stone, so I don't really understand anything when it comes to visual arts. But Do you remember um Hey You Pikachu? Yeah, I do. Did you play that? Yeah, I had well I had it. Oh. I was I very rarely buy besides Pokemon Stadium games and like all of the, you know, the rpg ones Mm -hmm. i generally i've played pokemon pinball too but it's just hard for me to get into them yeah they just they don't feel like pokemon to me i don't i know i don't think i ever owned that game but i owned like pokemon stadium like that shit was my jam i lost one of my good pokemon on pokemon stadium what happened did it like get corrupted or something i transferred it over and then something messed up with the cartridge or something and then it was just gone Oh, that's awful. I know. That's my tragedy story of the day. Oh, my God. Do you remember what Pokemon it was? I'm pretty sure it was a Charizard. Wow, rude. I'm pretty sure it was my first ever Charizard. Wow. Like, my first Pokemon ever. Wow. That you, like, transferred (laughs) over. Mm Mm-hmm. That's awful. I know. But anyways, Pokemon Art Academy is an Art Academy game with Pokemon. So it teaches you how to, like, draw these Pokemon and it's like really cute. It's really great for Which anyone. Which one did you draw? I didn't. I <laughs> I watched my <laughs> friend draw because I was like, I am going to like shit all over myself if I even attempt this because like I can barely draw a stick figure. It's embarrassing. But I I don't remember exactly what he drew. I it was it wasn't like a, it wasn't a piplup. I'm so awful with it's Pokemon. It's hard for me to like. I recognize all the Pokemon now, but. Mm. My problem with knowing their names now is I nickname all of mine. Like oh. really horrible nicknames. <laughs> Ass face. <laughs> Just really inappropriate things. <laughs> you know, you can't, in the latest game, you couldn't nickname your Pokemon Penelope. What? I guess because penal or like something. Pen- penile. 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 Pen- <laughs> but that's not even, I mean, that's, I don't, how do you spell P-E-N-I-L-E? Yeah, I don't know why. That's weird. But I don't. Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't. Nick, I couldn't nickname a Pokemon Penelope. I wanted. I want. This is America, goddammit. it! And if I want to name my Pokemon Dick Face, <laughs> by goddamn it, I should well, have the right. I guess they restrict it because you do. Oh well, they don't even. Their nicknames don't even show up in the online play. Interesting. Like when you are versing someone via Wi-Fi or something, it shows the actual Pokemon's species, like oh. name species. Instead you of the nickname. Get, yeah. So I don't know why they do that. Oh. oh that's weird. See, I I don't I don't know. I just I just started playing Pokemon X. Um and I know I'm like so late to the game. Like the last Pokemon game that I legitimately played was Emerald and I didn't even get all the way through because it was on an emulator on my phone. LOL. And um, then my phone, like, I wiped it and I lost my game. But I got, like, three-fourths of the way in. But other than that, like, that was third generation. And, like, what generation is Pokemon X and Y? Like, I don't even know at this point. Fucking 800. And yeah, so I, 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 no I jumped into that and it's, like, overwhelming because there's, like, there's, like, five billion fucking Pokemon now. And I'm like, what? It's still as much fun. Well, there were several generations in the middle that I just, I did not, I either played them a little bit of the game or I just didn't bother at all mm-hmm. because after red and red and blue, it was, it seemed like they were all the same for a while. Oh really? Yeah. And then after you got, then after like, um, 
Heart Gold, I remember really liking. Mm-hmm. And um, X and Y, I yeah. loved. And then what are they coming out with next? Uh, well, they're doing they're a re- rebooting they're do- the, yeah. the Generation 3, and which is Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. That'll be good for me because I haven't played. I didn't play Generation 3. I, I mean, I... I didn't play Generation 3 until maybe two years ago, and I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, but, like, I don't know. I, I, It's very interesting because I'm looking at... I'm, I'm fucking old man. Like, I'm looking at Pokemon now, and I'm like, why is there an ice cream cone Pokemon? Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, Yeah, but they were always weird as fuck. Yeah, I, and, I, and it's remembering that, like, you know, like <laughs> why, why would you have a fucking, like mushroom pokemon like a crab pokemon like what are you doing like an ice cream pokemon isn't really that far off when you think about it yeah Um, there are there are you read all of these like tumblr posts about it where people are like they talk about how ridiculous the new pokemon have gotten or whatever mm -hmm. and then it's like they were always fucking out of their minds yeah like there was no (laughs) there was like, like muck i mean yeah like fucking mr mime like get off your high horse exactly like they were always just a jinx (laughs) Jinx. the most racist of them all (laughs) i don't think i ever like had a jinx in my party but i think i always wanted one i loved the jinx i love jinx too but i just i never like acquired one in the, the the few generations that i did play but there was a lot of like pokemon people there and like, all the staff, like, especially in, like, all the Nintendo booths were super friendly and super nice, and they, like, explained the games to us and stuff. But I guess the only two games that I really, like, that were new that I really played was Pokemon, or that I watched people play, or, like, ha- could touch, was Pokemon Art Academy. And then the other one was, for the Wii U, it's called Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, I've seen, I've watched some of the Japanese gameplay for that. Yeah, the, it it looks it's really really pretty. But what's interesting about Hyrule Warriors is that it's based off of this game that's already been released like a long time ago called Dynasty Warriors, and the the concept, is that like the soap opera. I I didn't even know there was a soap opera called Dynasty. Dynasty? It was before my time. Really? But, look that fucking up right now. Yeah, I think it took place in like Texas or maybe. Arkansas? It's from 19... It, it went from... Oh my god, this is a real thing. It aired from 1981 to 1980... This is fucking old. Where did god. it take place then? Um, let me see... Uh, I'm probably way off. Um, I can't... Golden Globe... I may be getting mixed up with, like, Dallas. Dynasty. Uh, well, but, like, Dallas is obviously in Dallas. Yeah, I guess. Um, I, I mean, or, like, <laughs> Texas in general. I don't know. It's I I can't. I'm skimming the wiki article right now, and it. Where did Dynasty take place? Come on, Google. Dallas place place in Dallas. Where did Denver? Oh, I see. I feel like there was a soap opera. Well, I never saw this. I don't know. Any, I love how we went from video games to old TV series from the 80s. Like, what the fuck even? Anyway, Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, so Dynasty whatever. Warriors is a game. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I'm like, I'm secondhand shitting this out of my ass because I don't really know anything about Dynasty Warriors. But um, it was, it's just very interesting in the sense that this game kind of has already, like, happened. It's already been a thing. Yeah, they do that with, like, everything, though, now. Yeah. Like, everything is being redone. Have you ever heard of Night Trap? Night Trap? I don't think I've ever heard of Night Trap. 
It was a really controversial game. I don't even remember when it... I don't remember it being controversial because mm-hmm. I never even played it. I recently watched the Game Grumps play it. Oh, Game Grumps. Yes, I, I, I have probably watched like 12 hours of Game Grumps a day these past two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do what you gotta do. I'm obsessed know. with their like Mario thing, they're, they're, the one they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I th- think they're they're supposed to be like remaking Night Trap. Um, it j- it seems like the now they're just playing off people's nostalgia. Yeah, I feel like that's that's a thing too, and I don't know, which is not bad. Like it, it, I think it's, it's, it's I want to replay bad. those things as better yeah. graphics, like Tomb Raider Anniversary, mm-hmm. you know, and like from- and like you were saying before, like Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver, like those were like my jams when mm-hmm. I was a kid, like car ride material for like days, um, and playing those again like really brought back the nostalgia factor. But I think the most important thing is like is to like you can't just like. Like it's it's kind of in poor taste to re-release a game that happened ten years ago and just and not really do anything but like port it to a different console. Like you gotta like improve the graphics or like redo an engine or you gotta make well, it. Yeah, you gotta freshen it, it would, up. It would be shitty in general if they didn't update the graphics over like ten years. <laughs> like yikes! <laughs> then it doesn't look like, too right. Ugh. So I don't yeah, know that about that. But. Yeah, so Dyna- her Hyrule Warriors is, is Dynasty Warriors only in the Zelda universe. And it's essentially this, like, hack and slash, like, you just, like, you just defeat mobs of enemies. It's, like, it's really, like, instant gratification, instant rewards. But it doesn't seem, at least in my opinion, it doesn't seem like it's very, like, I don't know, it doesn't take a lot of mental capacity or mental strength, like... Yeah, well, yeah, I think those games are more just like it's like Goat Simulator. I played <laughs> I mean, a lot of I played a lot of Goat Simulator. I, I this may week. or may not have bought Goat Simulator <laughs> when it was on sale during the Steam sale, and it was probably the best purchase I ever made because that shit is entertainment for like weeks. Yeah, it's just you. You just it's one of those games where you don't really need to think a lot. No, and that's sometimes you don't need to fucking you don't yeah, want to think. And sometimes that's fine. Like yeah. if you're playing a game and watching tv at the same time or... exactly but like what does that say about our like it our... says a lot of horrible things that i'm totally <laughs> fine with but to be honest i am totally Kids at peace days. with having the shortest attention span in the world mm-hmm. i but you know over it yeah i don't i just i don't have any problems with people totally vegging out i yeah. think people i think most people who veg out have earned the right to veg out. I feel like, yeah, I feel like you're right. Like I, they I have, feel like you're right. They're vegging out because they've worked really hard and they mm-hmm. just need to, you need to turn your brain off for a little you bit. You need to fucking, yeah, you need to stop for a second and like yeah. calm down and just kind of let your brain turn to slime for a couple hours. I, I, I firmly believe that. I, I know where you're going. So you had a good time, though. Yeah, I did. I did have a good time, and it was it was just I don't know. I I the only big cities that I had really been to and had like experience in individually without like my parents or whatever and recent experiences was on the East Coast. It was New York City. It was Boston. It was like Princeton and New Jersey and Newark and like these East Coast cities. And I'm, I didn't grow up on the East Coast. Like, I'm a, I'm a Western girl. And, um, 
it's it's there's there's different ways that people do things on the east coast relative to the west coast and i'm not saying that one is better than the other but i think that i i like to lean more towards west the way that west coast people kind of talk and they the the way they do things and stuff like that rather than the east coast because i'm just used to it um but that's how most people are though you like know, I'm East Coast. Exactly. And it's it's totally fine. But it's it's this interesting thing that I realized when I was in Seattle. I was in this big city. Like, Seattle, it has, like, millions of people in, like, the, the urban area. And it's, like, it's a city with, like, a public transit. And it's, like, it's a city. Um, like, to the core. But everyone was really, really friendly. And, like, it, this, this was, like, completely out of, like, the convention center. Like, See, this I was, hate that. Like, so it, it's much. weird. Because, like, I, I was used to people <laughs> on the East Coast. People on the East Coast, at least in my opinion, are more to themselves. They, they are. Well, you know, people in San Francisco weren't friendly. Really? No, like, they didn't. What I consider friendly is, which also, coming from Arkansas, I also have a high expectation of friendly. Same, Because everyone yeah. here, you know, Smile like every single person you pass smiles at you. Smiles and waves. People yeah. wave at you if you pass them on the street. I like driving. Wave. Yeah. Like dri- not even, you know, walking or something. They wave at you from their car and you're just it's, like it's that like small town mentality. It's yeah. very interesting. And it and it, in San Francisco, nobody looked at any well, from my experience there, nobody looked at anybody. People were nice. They weren't mm-hmm. mean or anything. Like if you actually talked to people, they were nice, but I wouldn't have called it a friendly city. Interesting. It was a city full of like and I think people were like that, though, because of how many homeless people there were. Yeah. Like, they just had to sort of turn that off. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, there's, I mean, Seattle in general, there's a, there's, like, low-income families and, like, homeless people. And, like, it's not, like, a problem, though. But it's, it's just, it's just very interesting because I'm used to, because, like, <laughs> when, when I, like, would go to a convenience store on the East Coast... And, like, buy something. I would go up. I'm, like, I'm this asshole. I mean, it's not an asshole move, but I'm this person. I would, like, get my Gatorade or whatever, and I'd go up to the 7-Eleven counter and be, like, hey, hey, how are you doing? Like, hey, how's your day? Before, like, I rung up my stuff. And they would look at me like I was a fucking alien. They were, like, don't talk to me. You're buying this and you're leaving. Like, you don't care about my life. I don't care about yours. We're exchanging goods and services, and then you're getting out of here. But like in Montana, like I, it's just, it's courtesy to say, oh, hey, how are you? Like, even if it's a cashier and I I was doing that in Seattle, like I'm used to doing here in Montana and people were like replying to me and I just wasn't used to it because the only people that have ever replied to me and who didn't think I was fucking crazy were people from my hometown. And so it was just, it was a very interesting experience, kind of like having this friendliness factor, but also being in this big city that I just really wasn't used to, but I loved it. I love Seattle and it's like, it's, it's, I want to go back. Like I want to end, I've always wanted to end up in Seattle because it's close to home. Like it's only like a day's drive or like an hour on a plane and the flights aren't that expensive from Seattle back to Montana. And I have family that live out there. I have family that's from there that moved to Montana. There's a lot of history and we have a lot of like people that we know out there and it's a big city. And I like living in in kind of bigger cities. You I want to are so there. gay right now. I'm literally so <laughs> gay. Like, and Seattle's fucking gay. Like, there are some gay ass people in Seattle. It is like, and I can I can I can even get married in Washington. Like, isn't that crazy? I can get married in Arkansas. 
That's weird, though. Like <laughs> first state in the South, which that's... I'm pretty sure they have a stay on it right now. Yeah, while the Supreme Court rules or whatever. I don't. I can't follow this shit anymore. To I be know. Honest. I'm. I'm ready. I'm ready for the pendulum to go back to the ultra conservative side and like if make, I had make all the LGBT people slaves to the, like the straight <laughs> white males. And no, I'm I have always thought that um, gay men are like the most powerful people because. We have the ability to make straight men extremely uncomfortable. That is so true, though. Like, it's, I don't know what it is about straight guys, but they get, not all of them, this is generalizing, mm-hmm. but they get so uncomfortable around, like, gay guys. And That's it's why just, there's, like, gay bashing, because they're uncomfortable yeah, they, with they gay don't, people. Yeah, they don't understand it. And they but, don't. like, later on in your life, when you can use that to your advantage, and you're like, oh, like, I kiss men, and that makes you uncomfortable, <laughs> so you should give me a pay raise. That's not how it works, you guys. No. But, like... <laughs> not quite. They'll probably fire you. Probably, for, like, harassment. But, um, yeah, like, when, you, when I have been in situations where I have had to be... In a, in a larger group of, like, f- friends that I don't know, like, they're all friends and I'm being introduced to the group or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it'll be, like, a mix of, you know, all different kinds of people. And you can just tell that they, the straight guys don't want to talk to you. And so that makes me want to talk to them more mm-hmm. because it makes me feel really powerful. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in that situation, too. Because they, like, you can tell you're... They just, I don't know what it is about straight guys, but straight guys always think that you have a crush on them. They're also very, yeah, they always think that they're like the hottest shit. And I'm like, I don't want to touch you. I don't think they understand that, like, I mean, they don't have a crush on every single girl. If they do, they're fucking idiots. But. I don't understand why they get that reasoning in their head. It's, like they, I, I why know. they think that you are going to have a crush on. I mean, there have been guys straight guys I've had crushes on, but it's not, but, it's like not every guy that walks down the street. You don't want to yeah, like exactly. s- start humping like a pole, then like two like, guys. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's a weird like mentality that some straight guys have. I, it, I think it probably stems from like some insecurities of like, Oh yeah. Like I'm like the hottest shit ever. Or, like, of course all the gay guys want me, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, girl, no, no. You you sit your ass down and write me that check. So. What I love to do is I love to, you know, I'm not a touchy-feely person. Oh, no, no. Like, you, you hate human contact. I do. I <laughs> hate it. When someone, like, tries to give me a hug or, like, even a, even a handshake, I freak out because it's... <laughs> so germy it's i know you're so you're a germa you're they're a germaphobe which it is, is so different gross. yeah but it, it it definitely well it's a mix a of just hating contact in general mixed with the germophobia and then that <laughs> like has combined into making me like this i just can't take it i can't take it <laughs> but what i do like to do is mm-hmm. when i greet straight guys i like to hug them oh i do too it puts you in such a powerful position exactly because i'm like i'm hugging you and there's nothing you can do about it <laughs> but like, that sounds awful that sounds like we're like sexually harassing people. no 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 it's not sexual at all it's like i it, it's it's this thing of like because when you're if you gay, like you know grab their ass while you're hugging them then it's like hey wink then that might then i guess you know flirt a little wink a little you know <laughs> Um, but it's, it's a thing that like, you don't ha- really have, at least with most homosexual men that I know that I'm friends with, 
they don't have this masculinity complex where they're like, oh, like I can't hug a guy because you're all you already are like emotionally and sexually attracted to some males that you're like, like, I don't like I'm already gay. How can I be gayer by hugging guys? Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. And so when you let go of that complex and you're like, oh, like I, I like to hug people because I like to hug people. And it's like not sexual because I'm not fucking stupid then not emotionally stunted yeah then exactly but then you use it to your advantage because you're like this isn't a big deal but you're gonna make it a big deal so i'm gonna hug you anyway (laughs) it's literally it's like fucking mind games with these straight guys like it's the weirdest shit i don't remember how we got to talking about that i don't i literally this whole podcast is a tangent like every every fucking week if you guys expect anything less then i don't know why you're still listening (laughs) But we do have a couple new segments this week. Yeah. Well, I mean. So, yeah, we're going to start doing our, uh, every week we're going to say one thing that's our favorite thing of the week. I'm making Sam pick a favorite thing every week. (laughs) And then also we've decided that um, we were originally just using the phone number and for people to leave voicemails and send us text messages to get what uh, whether we what's that game we play would you would rather? you rather yeah mm. to get would you rathers but obviously people aren't doing that they are <laughs> just <laughs> they're fucking using the phone for their own goddamn pleasure uh, of, okay here's another tangent too half of them think that it is like our personal phone number or something i know they're like is this joe bird song <laughs> I'm just like, do you really think I'm dumb enough to give out my personal <laughs> phone number? It's a mm. it's a Google voice number that we yeah, have set up. It is up. not attached to anyone's phone number. We're not going to answer means. it. The we'll phone number the t- is based in New York. Like, mm-hmm. you guys, like, don't even think about it. We'll like, get the text messages and we will get, if you call it, it goes straight to voicemail. Yeah. So... You will get a super gay voicemail greeting from us. And Hell then yeah. you can say something super gay back to us and we'll <laughs> play it. And so there yeah, you go. right now we're gonna say some of our one of each our favorite thing of the week, and then mm-hmm. we're gonna play one of our favorite voicemails this past week. Literally one of our favorites. Well, I mean, I'm really curious of what your favorite thing of the week is, because I haven't talked to you for a while. So what, um, what do you have well, on your I mind? think first of all, is here is where you need to insert the little jingle we're gonna do. Oh yeah, we're doing or a that. Jingle. I'm gonna do. I don't know if you're gonna do it. We'll figure it out later. But here's <laughs> here's the jingle. Here we go. Is Sam and Joe's favorite things? <laughs> I'm using that. That's exactly that's exactly what I'm using. <laughs> okay, that's fine with me. <laughs> okay, okay, we're back. That wasn't that jingle just just perfect in that's every single fucking way. We're making up new segments. Oh Jesus, on the fucking spot too. But anyway, so Joe, what is your favorite thing of the week? My favorite thing of the week is. Chelsea Handler's latest book. Oh yeah, I, I either you tweeted about this or you wrote it in a blog post. I, I was blogging about it. Yeah, um, I had no idea. It's called "You Gone to Be Kidding Me." Oh my it's god, it's very offensive. I mean, it's Chelsea Handler. <laughs> it is it's hilariously offensive, if mm-hmm. I can say that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure someone's going to read it and be like, "Oh my god, you! This is your sense of humor." <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm sorry, it is. <laughs> She talks, there's this whole chapter where she like shits herself on a beach. Oh my God, what? And I have, the the way I first knew about Chelsea Handler, before she was a celebrity, she wrote two books. Mm-hmm. And um, those two books were two of my favorite books. And then when she got famous, she came out with a third book and I didn't like it. It just, for some reason, what it, was just, the third it book? wasn't good. Chelsea, Chelsea, Bang, Bang. 
Oh yeah. Okay. And then she she also has another one in there that I think is you'll find it under her last name, but it's stories that like her staff and friends have written about her. Oh. I didn't read that one because I don't I want to read Chelsea Handler. Yeah, you want to read, read like, stuff coming yeah. out of Chelsea Handler, yeah. But I since you know I had these two weeks off, I was like, I need to read a book, probably. <laughs> I need to do something. So my brain doesn't dissolve. <laughs> So I've been reading it. I'm about halfway or three fourths through or something, and it's it's good. It's I mean, it's good as you know, yeah, offensive as it is. But I, mean, I, com- I hesitate to say it's good. Oh come on, you can have because, an opinion. You have yeah. a sense of humor, even though it's it's not PC. You, yeah, I mean, don't read it if you don't have if you are the worst person, person in the world alive. and you don't yeah. have a sense of humor. Yeah. But otherwise, it's funny. And I and I I wouldn't say it's. I would say it's almost back up with where her first two books were. Well, that's good because I I know what a lot of people do, especially with comedy writers, is there's there's this competition to always like one up yourself. I guess that's with anything, with anything in general. But it's it's always the worst feeling when like you read a book that you are really anticipating to be really good or that the last book was really good or you're just expecting it to be good in general and it just like isn't up to par. And um, from what I heard from and what from I read on your on your blog post, it sounded really, really good. Yeah, it's good. So I'm going to have to pick that up because I think what happened with her third book was she wrote that one after she became really famous. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like about that. And I just didn't care. Yeah, I don't care about you becoming famous. Yeah, it just it just didn't click with me. It wasn't, you know, just crazy zany stories. It was just like. About Ooh. being famous, and I was yeah, like, that, I don't, don't want to read about that. Yeah, I wouldn't want to read about that either. I would rather read about someone shooting themselves on the beach. Yeah, exactly. Like that sounds amazing. I remember reading because, like, my sister is re- really, really into the Chelsea Handler books, and she, like, she started reading them like maybe five years ago or something. Like, or whenever, whenever they first came out, she started reading. Um, and she is like obsessed with Chelsea Handler and like loves her. And I remember we were at like a, we were at the ocean or something one year and she had one of the books and I was younger, like it was maybe like three years ago or something. Um, so I was like, you know, like 11 and a half. Um, and I read some of the chapters and I didn't really know who Chelsea Handler was at the time. And they were hilarious, but I've never like actually picked up a Chelsea Handler book and read it cover to cover. And I think I really need to because yeah, I've heard so many great things about her books um, and I, I love comedy and I love just like, I love things that can just make me hysterically burst into tears. And yeah, she apparently is one that's of the few that I actually like laugh out loud at parts. That's exactly what I'm looking for in, in yeah. book material. Whereas like there I've read, like I also recently read Aisha Tyler's book, mm-hmm. you know, Aisha Tyler. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, and it just, I didn't laugh much Mm. and she and and i would say that you know maybe that wasn't her purpose but she states that that was her purpose (laughs) (laughs) and and you're like it didn't work so yeah i mean it wasn't a it wasn't a bad book i think aisha tyler's kind of well not kind of brilliant i do think she is oh yeah she is but i mean sometimes things you know affect different people differently i I just didn't enjoy her book much but chelsea handler's yeah aces so what is your 
So favorite my, thing of the week. Mine ties into my um homosexual my experience. Yeah, my homosexual experience at PAX. I mean, it was I was hanging out with gays on gays on gays at PAX. There were more gays at this goddamn convention than I had anticipated. Some cute than the population too. of. Montana. Yeah, I always want to say Minnesota. You know, they're the same, right? It doesn't matter. I hung out with a cute boy that's from Minnesota. He actually <laughs> listens to the podcast too, but I won't mention his name. I'll respect his privacy. Um, but the thing that I, the, my favorite thing of the week is this game that came out a while ago. It was crowdfunded on Kickstarter. If y'all know what Kickstarter is, it like helps ideas kick off the ground and and also helps undeserving pe- some undeserving, undeserving people. people do stupid <laughs> shit but for a lot of um, Kickstarter, but it is for, a lot of good for 95 yeah. percent of it it's for like really interesting good material well it's this game called shovel knight that um was that started on kickstarter and it's this retro inspired game and you're this knight and you your weapon of choice is a shovel hence the name shovel knight and it's totally like the graphics are totally retro, like Commodore sixty four like NES. Games are like that, yeah. Like the it, and I think it, it like we were saying before, it has to do with that nostalgia factor. Yeah, it does because all the people making them were mm-hmm. like the ones playing the NES. Exactly. And, yeah. But this this game is on um, Steam and it's cro- it's cross platform. At least it will be eventually. No, it's on Steam for Windows. It will be for Mac and Linux. It's also on. Um, the Nintendo Wii U and the N- Nintendo 3DS on the um, DS store or whatever. So um, for all five of you who have a Wii U. Yep. You can go get it. Including you, Sam. Including me. I have one. I don't have it with me because I don't have a TV in my new place. Eventually, though, I'll, I'll dust that I'll dust that little, uh, little brick off and plug it in sometime. But yeah, so Shovel Knight is this, it's this retro, totally like, 8-bit graphic game and it plays really 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 well like it's super fun it's one of those games that like it's it's difficult like it's not an easy game but it's not too hard where you get really frustrated but it's like challenging you know it gets progressively harder throughout the game and it's it's a platformer and you're what are the enemies like the enemies they're like they're like these it's it's kind of like based in like this castlevania like i should just look it up old kind of like castle place shovel 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 knight shovel knight it's really cool if you guys if you guys look it up like the enemies are really cool and you like hit him with shovels and shit and like you jump on him and there's like flying things and i don't know i kind of sexy yeah yeah you know it's got horns Mm Hmm. but yeah so i i helped fund this game i like paid 15 dollars like a year and a half ago when it was still in development and I I use a Mac, and so it's still not available for Mac yet. So I'm like, I haven't really played a lot of it yet. But I played most of it, or not most of it, but I played a lot of it at um at PAX. Kind of looks like Mega Man. I know. And well, what's really interesting is the reason why I bring it up is because I went to a panel with a lot of like video game composers and chiptune composers, and the main composer for Shovel Knight, um, Jake Kaufman, was at a panel. Um, at this panel, and I, he was talking about a lot of really interesting, kind of eight-bit, technologically music-savvy things that I was really, really into. And um, the people that I would, I, I was hanging out with, and who I went to PAX with, actually knew Jake himself, the composer for Shovel Knight. And we went out for pizza, and I was like super, super, super nervous. I didn't want to talk to him because I really didn't have anything interesting to say. But he was talking with all my Do friends. Do you ever? 
I'm, I mean, I really don't have anything interesting to say, to be <laughs> honest. But he was, it was just really interesting to kind of hear from someone who's already in the the video game music industry talk about, you know, why he does what he does. And it was just really, really interesting to hear him talk about his music making process because a lot of the musicians that I met through the past two years at Berkeley, some of them were great, but a huge majority of them were fucking assholes. And it's really nice to meet people who like respect other people in the industry and who aren't just trying to climb the ladder no matter what. And they're trying to network and make friends, but also like create really awesome music because they love it. And this is a guy that like really loves creating music and he's just a cool guy to hang out with. And also like the reason why I was going to, the tangent that I was going off of um, the guest composer for this was um, you. It wasn't, it wasn't me. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler. It was me. No, it was Manami Matsume, who is the girl who did a lot of the Mega Man soundtracks. Oh, interesting. And, And so she, and it's interesting that you mentioned Mega Man because she actually did some of the scoring for this game. But Anyways, that's my favorite thing of the week because I got to meet the composer for this game that I really like that I helped support. And so it's kind of like I got to see the whole shebang, which is really, really nice. But I think we we have just enough time to <laughs> play our voicemail and read a text message that we got. What should we do first, uh, Joe? I'll read the text message. <laughs> okay. Where? Wait, where? What was it? Tracy? Oh, yeah, it, it was Tracy. Oh, here it is. Did okay. you find it? Yeah. Um... It says, my name's Tracy, which I thought it was a boy because of Tracy Morgan. Oh, true. There you go. But Tracy is, I guess, generally a girl's name. I don't know if this is boy or girl. Thanks, Mm. Tracy, anyway. Mm -hmm, Yeah. My name's Tracy. I'm from Oregon. My question is, in a made-for-TV movie about your life, would you rather be played by Nicolas Cage or John Travolta? Oh, my God. This is, like, the easiest question ever, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. I mean, like... Um, are you struggling? <laughs> I, Do you really want Nicolas Cage to play you in a movie? <laughs> well, okay, here's the, here's, here's the thing. Here's, just stop for a second. Let's rewind for a moment. When I think of John Travolta, I always think of John Travolta as... In Hairspray? In Hairspray. Yeah, always. which was brilliant. Exactly. And I'm like, I, I just, I would rather... But I, I think of Nicolas Cage because, like, I'm fucking insane. Have you you've seen Have you seen Grease? Oh, yeah, I've seen Grease. Okay, Cool. But yeah. like, but like, for some reason, every time I think of John Travolta, I don't think of Greece. I think of John Travolta in drag in Hairspray, which is like yeah. Amazing. I feel like I have only seen John Travolta. I'm sure I've seen him in other movies, but mm-hmm. the two I always think of are Greece and Hairspray. Yeah, oh, but so I would good. still pick John Travolta. He would probably fuck up my name like he did. Who's Adina? <laughs> Adina Menzel. <laughs> Ad- I don't Adela care, I still rather him play me than he Nicholas like had Cage. a mini stroke there. Like oh for him, I, that's that's allegedly. Allegedly, Travolta may not have had a stroke. I'm not sure that was even alleged. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he did or not. No, but like I, I, I probably would pick John Travolta. But I'm just like imagining Nicolas Cage playing me in a movie, and just like how the fuck would that movie pan out with him being me super gay like yeah like imagine <laughs> nicholas cage being like this flaming fairy princess that is me see that's also why i want john travolta because i feel like he can do that exactly he's already been in drag and already played a woman in hairspray so it's not really that far off to be honest 
So. Yeah, I just when I think of Nicolas Cage, I just think of <laughs> Him being those crazy. movies. What are they called? They don't deserve names. The ones. What is it? The one that he's on the bike. What? There's one where he's like, he he's like, I don't know. He has no. Like a, you know the one. Okay, go on though. Nicholas Cage did this movie where bike? he's like his head's on fire and he's like on a bike. Oh my god, I know <laughs> what you're talking about. I don't know what it's called. Uh, I never something seen writer, it. ghost writer, ghost writer. God, it wasn't that. Isn't that a comic book thing? I think it's yeah. It's probably derived from a comic book. There are too know. many comic book movies in my in my humble personal in your opinion. Humble opinion. No, I I kind of agree with you. And like, then it may or may not be a comic book. Anyway, what are you but, talking about? What Nicolas Cage movie? Um, the ones where he steals like all the stuff. He steals oh, like oh, the Constitution treasure? and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I completely forgot he did those. How wow. could you? That is the only thing I know him from. I know. Like, how did I forget that? And I'm I'm sure he's like even in those movies he's a, not a bad actor or anything, but mm. they're just bad movies. I know he's he's still Nicolas Cage. He's still Nicolas Cage. Poor Nicolas Cage. Well, I have, would want John Travolta. Mm. I would want past John Travolta to play me, like hot John Travolta in Greece. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't, can't decide if I just want to sleep with John Travolta or if I just <laughs> to play me. I mean, it's not even part of the question. Allegedly, he <laughs> may be playing for your team, our team. Allegedly, is he still married nudge. though? Isn't he? Who knows? Isn't he a Scientologist too? Oh, I don't know. If that's the case, though, I'm done. Turn <laughs> off of the century. I I consider myself to be a pretty fucking tolerant person, but I have no tolerance. You are for not scientolerant. <laughs> wow, that was good. <laughs> My one pun of the year, y'all. You got it here. God damn it. You better milk that. No, it's it's dead. It's gone. Gone with the wind. There it goes. Oh. God damn it. But yeah, okay, so I guess we're, we're both picking John Travolta for this. Yeah, I mean, I for like, sure. I think that's that's a good decision. I understand. And um, then, you know, we never did a segue from the favorite things into this. Oh, well, what's... Are we, Should I have done another jingle? No, we'll save it for next week. We'll, we can well, put it in right here. Uh, what, what do you... Okay. Do you want to say I'm listening to you? You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to edit that. That's it. That's yeah. all you fucking get. Because I'm like the <laughs> oldest man. You. <laughs> <laughs> God, I want you to cut that out and use it every week. I'll use it every week. I'll auto tune it though. Oh my god, (laughs) I'm gonna make a dubstep (laughs) remix of that shit. Sell it on iTunes. That's our new single. Oh, might as well be. Honestly, though. All right, so um, yeah, this voicemail (laughs) is a gem. (laughs) (laughs) Tell it's a gem. Uh, Let's just play. Should we just play it? We'll just play it. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Cats. 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 I like cats. 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 
cats. Cats? 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 No, cats. Cats? No, cats. Did you see the transcript of it? Yeah, it's like, pat, pat, that's high. Oh, hi, bye, See, cat. Uh, when we... Oh, we should say we're back from it. Oh, we're back. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) You can leave that other part. I don't know who the fuck was calling us at 345 in the morning from Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, I was going to say Des Moines. Ooh, gotcha. It's Des Moines. Des Moines. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Listen, I don't think it matters. (laughs) I mean, I don't think this person would really know because I'm pretty sure they're batshit crazy. Um, Isn't one of our friends moving there? Um... I think. I yeah, think so too. I think so too for a job opportunity. I think you're right. So maybe maybe they'll meet and they'll uh Maybe we'll go to Des Moines. <laughs> Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously I want to go for whatever the hell they're smoking. Yeah, because from holy that shit. Voicemail. This is this was I I'm sorry we wasted 46 seconds of your time with that. We had to though. Album. It was such a good voicemail. It's it's like I just that was quality. It was quality. You know, I God, wish I had the balls to call someone and just say cats, cats for, 46 for 46 seconds. seconds. And then yeah. hang up. If know, we were really, we do have their phone number. We do. We could call you back, you know. <laughs> we could call you back. <laughs> and then just repeat the favor, so. He won't, though. No. I will have, not, at least. Uh, we have better things to do, to be honest. Uh, but, I mean, I don't, but. Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> well, there you go. So, I guess we're going we're gonna to end it on that fucking note whatever that was (laughs) it was this was a good week back from our extended little break that we had yeah and i'm excited for for all y'all who keep calling i mean i we got more calls than i we should also just say thanks to people for listening i don't feel like we ever do that yeah i mean honestly (laughs) thank you guys because (laughs) like if it wasn't for you guys i mean like we'd still be making the podcast because we have nothing else to do with our lives (laughs) but like it's awesome that people are are so vocal with them, and we've we got tweeted a bunch, you know, over the past few weeks, especially after Joe made this video and about him not coming back to YouTube slash coming back to YouTube and mentioned the podcast. And so a lot of you guys are new. Um, so thanks. It's really awesome to have people like vocalizing and interacting with us online. It makes and the podcast that much better. The phone number. Oh, we'll say the phone number in the in the outro. Right? Yeah, we'll do it in the outro like we always yeah. do. So stay tuned for that if you guys want to call and or text us because we have both those abilities. So if you want to make mooing sounds for three and a half hours, go for it. Because go we, for it. We it's have Google's it's space go, it, that you're taking up. Who yeah, cares? you're not taking any of our hard drive space. That's for <laughs> fucking sure. So. All right, guys. Yeah, the good show. Yeah, good show. I guess we'll see y'all next week. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show, samandjoe.com. You can follow me, Sam, at twitter.com slash bitcrunch and at soundcloud.com slash bitcrunch. And you can follow me, Joe, at twitter.com slash josephbirdsong or my blog, josephbirdsong.co. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. And that number is 516 516- 500 show or 516-500-7469. So we'll see you all next week on the, the show. show. I feel like a fucking telemarketer. <laughs> <laughs>